Uh, hello and welcome to Would You Rather with our very special guest, guest Matt Salzberg, writer and producer extraordinaire. Today we will be discussing tonight, we will be discussing two films, District 9 and Children of Men. Can you see a theme here? If you like these videos, please like this video specifically and subscribe. Thank you. How does Matt describe Matt? I describe Not, you as writer and producer extraordinaire. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't uh, describe myself like that. But thanks. Okay. I like. I like the way it sounds. Hey, listen, we're all getting by. I'm just trying to uh, make more movies and TV shows now, and uh, and I know you all are too, and you've got some great material as well. And hey, listen, we're all in this together, and you know what else can we do, right? Just keep moving forward. And yeah, the theme right i guess you all put the pressure on me to find something that you know a couple of movies to put together and mm -hmm. uh and talk about and it, two of my favorite movies children of men which i think is one of the great movies of the last 20 years mm -hmm. and district nine which is just a, a, a really fantastic but they have the the theme of uh you know immigration and refugees more specifically that mm -hmm. is uh you know unfortunately pretty darn pertinent right now and i guess has been for a long time but those are the movies that i chose absolutely caroline you want to kick us off with an article well i mean here's the thing there's so many depressing things about <laughs> the whole immigration and refugees i thought i would start really just with i try i do try to find lighter fare so I did find this post about three Cubans who subsisted off of coconuts for 33 days on islands. I just thought that was interesting. Obviously, doesn't have the import of a, of a Children of Men or, a, you know, District 9. But more specifically, let's see, if I go to... I like I that story, though? actually. Yes. May I interrupt for just one sec? Sure. District Nine, Children of Men, you know, we'll talk about it more. They're pretty dark movies, but they, you know, they end up with some hope, with a little light. Mm -hmm. Whenever you put Cubans and coconuts together, you know you're going to get some lighthearted fare and some good stories, right? <laughs> Even if it ends horribly, you know, it's going to be a fun journey. Yeah, we've got, we've got alien sightings. There were a couple of stories. The UFO thing, I mean, you know, come on, they're out there, right? I've always believed it's so, but when the Pentagon truth thing, that, that article that Caroline just shared from the Times, like, can you imagine? I mean, we were just going through Trump madness, so nothing stayed in the news for longer than two days. But can you imagine if that came out during like a normal time? And obviously, we're in a global pandemic. Uh, if that came out in normal times, wouldn't that be the story for a while that the Pentagon had footage of aliens that they just haven't been showing us for 45 years? Yeah, our attention span is so tiny right now, right? And people, especially among the last four years who have had the biggest microphone have really taken advantage of that. And so any yeah. fucking thing they could throw out there to get the gerbils to look this way, right? Hey, UFOs. Hey, we know who killed JFK. Hey, check this out. You know, they would do That's it. That's what I thought. I thought Trump would take advantage of that. I thought he would be like, 
look, UFOs, gerbils, look over there. Yeah, but he wants all the attention on himself too. Right. I guess so. that's right. I, guess I don't know if right. he was, I don't know if he was looking to get people's attention or whether he's looking to attract aliens thinking he could cut a deal, right? He's the art of the deal. I'll get some aliens. I'll cut a deal. I'm going to be fucking golden forever. That'll get so, me 1700 votes in Georgia, right? You know, and then 5 minutes later he's on to something else, right? Yeah. Um all right, so let's dive into talking about these movies. Um let's get the uh the easy questions out of the way because they are easy with these movies. We always ask Matt are there any black folks in these movies? And by God, in both of these movies, chock full of Chuitle and black folks all over the place. So we can walk right by that one and feel happy and satisfied there. Asian? Hmm. How are we feeling about any? We have Southeast Asian, right? Um, but we don't have anybody else Asian in either of these movies that I noticed. Uh, anybody else here? Check my math. Uh, Caroline, am I missing anybody? In no, I don't movies? remember. I mean, I had seen these movies long ago, but I obviously remember the the black actors, you know, undercurrent. But yeah, you know, the Asians, they never show up unless it's a Godzilla movie of some kind. <laughs> hey, and even Godzilla. then, it's just in the background. They're just extras. <laughs> All right. Onward. Onward. Let's talk about the movies. Let's uh, let's start with um, I, I think let's start with uh, Children of Men just because it's so much heavier and uh, District 9 actually has some laugh moments. But Children of Men, Ooh. like you said, Maddox, it does have a, a somewhat happy ending. Right. Humanity will go on. We will have children. <laughs> We think, right? Nobody's going to kill her. She's going to be okay. Um, but, woo, that's a heavy, oppressive film, right? Yeah, I'll I, I tell you, man. It, and I, I don't want to go back to this former guy, right? But when, mm -hmm. when he was elected, I, I really had, like, visions of children of men type of shit being mm -hmm. the result, right? And, and, you know, these militia, you know, sort of Af Afghanistan warlord militia stops on I-80 and stuff like that through the country. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I really did. I thought that shit was going to happen. And, mm -hmm. you know, listen, another four years, who knows, right? I, mm -hmm. I, I don't think I'm being hyperbolic. Uh, so, yeah, it's, it was scary. And, and when, when this movie first came out, what, 10, 13 years ago or something like that, uh, it was still so very realistic and scary and dark. Mm. I was elected and, and how he was elected and the people were behind him and, and these, these, uh, these points that he was pushing. I, I didn't want to touch that movie. I didn't want to look at it. I didn't want to see it. And I, and I stayed away from it, even though really it was one of my favorite movies ever. And I do mm -hmm. think one of the top like 10 movies, the last 20 years, it's mm -hmm. fucking brilliant on every level. Um, so it was nice to, re to, to come back and watch that again, knowing that things here with us could be a whole lot worse. You, you sort of got, uh, from watching the 2006 dystopian view of the future and then having lived through a horrible future uh, a bit, you feel like we dodged some bullets actually and didn't get all the way there. I do. Yeah. yeah. I do. I just I, I do want to say that like that movie is so <clears throat> beautifully um, oppressive. Because really, 
since women stopped being able to have babies, what's left to hope for? Quran makes it in 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 this movie so beautifully painful that you keep watching. That's uh, that's a hard thing to do. It it really is, and and you know what? When when it first came out, it wasn't as realistic as mm-hmm. we know it could be now, right? Mm-hmm. Ten years later, twelve years later, whatever. Um, but now I'm thinking, fuck. The only thing that's different is the fact that you know women can't get pregnant, <laughs> right? <laughs> right, I mean, that's, right, that's, right. That's the one thing. This virus or whatever it is that hit the world, where women you know, we're not fertile anymore. Now, I mean, birth rates, at least in developed countries, are declining. And are they? some people, yeah, and some people Good. You know, are saying don't have kids because of climate change and, you know, as a choice. And so, you know, maybe this inf- infertility in today's era would be, you know, by choice as opposed to this kind of magical thing that happens throughout you know, the population. So it'll just be really interesting to see what happens. Yeah, I mean, you know, mass infertility, you know, is not a good thing. But I I mean, really, I I felt like that was the one sort of science fiction element Mm -hmm. of this movie that made this sort of, thankfully, incomprehensible, right? And the rest of that, as you said, Bruce, I mean, that shit's been going on for a long time mm-hmm. and, yeah you know you look at the holocaust never again and all and this shit brought you right back there i mean it, the quaron's film the way he just brought you into this world into this awful horrific world uh not just in in the camps right but uh you know the way other people coped with it and dealt with it and, mm-hmm. and you know were it was just immersive completely immersive it was great to watch uh, children of men again and to know that we got through it and we did get through it. We always have to be vigilant, right? It's, uh, I, I've watched these, these shows y'all have done and they're always very light. So I'm sorry to get so heavy. No, no. <laughs> it's heavy. It's no, we can it's have heavy. a heavy one every yeah. now and again. The world's, the world's heavy. I mean, you know, uh, like I was saying to Caroline, when we did our 2020 retrospective with, with contagion and get out, um, I couldn't watch Contagion for most of the pandemic. Like I just couldn't. And I'm, you know, the ultimate sci-fi geek. Uh, I just couldn't do it uh, until, you know, a little bit before we did that episode. So, hey, it's been a heavy time. We could deal with it. We're we're big. We have children. Um, Let's talk about uh, District 9. Cute little aliens and funny looking aliens. And then they run around and shoot each other with big guns and stuff. You know, it sort of, it it sort of becomes a... uh, an action movie, you know what I mean, with a with very straight themes, and it could have been, you know, uh, a John Ford Western. I'm not I'm not degrading it. Uh, that I'm I'm saying that it becomes something uh, very. Oh, okay, that's where we are. But it starts out as a metaphor for apartheid, and it's rough. Well, you hit. Why don't you just leave? How do your weapons work? But again, but again, very realistic, right? And and you know, based on 
not only the South African experience, as you noted, but, you know, refugees and minorities in general, right? Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, when I, when I said it's lighter, it's just lighter in, in, in that it's more fantastical. Mm -hmm. <laughs> there's mm -hmm. Yeah, there's aliens running around. That, yeah, yeah, and there's laser guns. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, but, you know, it's like these people are here. What do you do? And I think he did a really brilliant job right from the beginning of, uh, you know, bringing us into that. And I think mm -hmm. the sort of faux documentary really worked for that in a big movie. And you see these people land there. It's like, what do you do? Right. And, and the politics becomes an issue mm -hmm. and then the reality of what these creatures are and how desperate they are and what they need and what we can pay for and what we should do. You know, there were a lot of elements to that movie that uh, were pretty heavy and highfalutin and ambitious and, you got to love that, you man. You got to at least respect the ambition. Mm -hmm. Caroline, you want to chime in on either film? No, I, these are just so heavy. I don't <laughs> So This theme is so heavy and we're in a pandemic. And so, I mean, I appreciated District 9 because yes, it was fantastical and, and at least that lightened it up a little. Children of Men, I can't watch. I watch it once. I love Clive Owen. And so I, I, of course, I saw the movie. But when you kill off Julianne Moore very early on. Early on. Early on. And I just thought, oh, all the sunshine is out of this movie already. <laughs> For a science fiction movie, mm -hmm. District 9, the one thing that was the absolute least believable part of that movie, or the aspect that was part, was the fact that that guy who's a complete fucking moron and not really a great guy, not, not at all that girl right yeah what the fuck right. how did that happen i mean he, he was <laughs> it's a, hollywood he was a moron right and he wasn't like some great guy and he's not smoking hot no like he's a good looking he guy like a you know. jackass with the ties and the short sleeve it happens in hollywood all the time it's and like that that's this... the whole presence of uh premise of knocked up right i mean really Catherine Hagel, really? <laughs> I, I Can't contain herself, really? I don't think so. She's gorgeous. She's smart. She's caring. She loves him. Her dad's a fucking billionaire. And this is the guy, right? Because he makes like flowers out of wood chips or something. I don't, I don't get it, man. Anyway. Uh, Matt Salzberg, our guest. Which would you rather? Children of Men, where uh, let's assume obviously that you're, you know, on the Clive Owen side and getting chased by the horrible people, or District Nine. What was that, Chen Chen? Oh, uh, she's asking if you could please uh, subscribe and like this video. Thank you. Anyway, um, <laughs> would I rather? Um, I, you know, it's funny. I didn't know how the question, I, I would rather, uh, I'd rather be Clive Owen mm -hmm. than that guy. Why? That's a good question. You, you don't want to turn into an alien? Is that it? You're alienist? I, I don't want to turn into an alien. And you know what? I just watched the other day. I, we watched uh, Sound of Metal. Did you all see that? Yeah. I haven't seen that one yet. You saw Ooh. it, Caroline? Yeah. The guy going wow. deaf. Yeah, that was just fantastic. And and then Benny, Benny and I, we watched that. All of us watched that. And then we watched Children of Men ben, or, or District Nine. And or, and I said, Benny, would you rather 
become a prawn or, or go deaf. Mm-hmm. And uh, absolutely go deaf. I don't, I don't want to become a prawn. The children of men thing, you know, we'll find a way. And you know what? If you, if you have a woman here, uh, this young woman who is, is pregnant, and you can help her, and, and even if there's a modicum of chance and hope that you mm-hmm. can do this thing, you know what? That's what you're going to do, right? And, and that's, a, that's a great place to be. Because you're not just, you know, saving yourself and, and, and you know, Charlton Copley character did some great stuff and he helped these guys get out. But it wasn't because he was a great guy. It was because he was desperate. And uh, he didn't want to be a prawn. But the, the, the Clive Owen character, that guy, Theodore, I mean, you know, he was another guy who was completely jaded. But he had his eyes on the prize. He knew what mattered. And... Uh, he ended up uh, doing the right thing. And that's the guy I'd want to be, man. You do the he's right Rick from Casablanca. Right for the right reasons. Yeah, he's, he's the modern day Rick from Casablanca. Uh, I'm going to jump in and thoroughly and totally agree with Matt. It's cooler to be the hero than the prawn. Um, if I have to do one or the other, I'm absolutely taking uh, Chase Me Around. At least I understand what's going on and I can feel like uh, I have some mission in life. Caroline, which would okay. you rather? Here's the thing, right? I mean, mm-hmm. so so I'm bringing the female perspective here. Please. And District 9, I feel like it just doesn't really have have any, you know, like anything to do with me. I feel like, you know, you could really sit by the sidelines if you just don't read the news. La, 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 that's it. So yeah. I could happily live in that world. Children of men. Whoa disaster right there <laughs> i mean it's, definitely it's bringing the female violence yeah. it's all over the world and uh clearly affecting me so yeah no thanks not going anywhere near that movie clive owen notwithstanding oh, who doesn't love a clive owen hero but that's another movie so mm. you're district nine you're choosing yes i am district nine i kept right. thinking Okay, because I am really of Florida now. I kept thinking, what's the Florida angle in mm-hmm. all of this? About and to I be my next thinking, question. What is the, yeah, what are the reasons why we don't have children anymore? And of course, you probably saw this story. Uh, it's because this is what young people do these days, right? Did you see this? Two, two women, of course, they're from Florida because the Florida man's got nothing to the Florida woman. Like they're in their 30s, 30s and 40s, dressed up as grannies. And this and was to get their COVID dose number two. Two, the second yeah, dose. Which That's means right. that it worked the first time. <laughs> but see, this amazing. is the kind of stuff that happens. That's why, you know, someone from on high is just going to be like, okay, no more children, no more people. We don't deserve to live. Do you guys ever remember the Darwin Awards? And they used to put out uh, the Darwin Awards and they'd have contestants and it was the dumbest death. I'm I've sad. never heard of the Darwin words, but it reminds me of a joke. You know, I'm, I'm from the South. I'm from I'm from Virginia, which isn't deep South, but it's South enough. Right. Mm. Um, and I love Virginia, man. I, I love Virginia. I'm from North Virginia. I, I, my friend, my, you know, all my best friends and family are still there. Love it. Love it. Love it. Mm. Um, but here's the joke and there's a lot of truth behind it caroline as a comedian you you will know that there's truth behind the best jokes right what are a redneck's last words i'm not touching that 
I surely hey! don't know. Hey, watch this. <laughs> Florida might have to get Lifetime Achievement Award. Award. Award a golfer. Yes. See, this is a perfect Darwin Award. Yes. Rounds while searching for a missing ball. I mean, I just don't even. And maybe this was even mini golf. I don't know. Stay away from the golf, Caroline. All right. Um, I th- I think we've done it. Uh, we uh, Matt and I will go and uh, probably get jacked up in. Uh, excuse me, sweetheart. Um, my cat wanted to join the show. Uh, Matt and I will go and uh, get shot up protecting uh, the last pregnant woman in the world. And uh, Caroline will ignore the prawns and be just fine in District 9. Um, that's what we have decided. Uh, Matt, anything uh, to take us out on? Anything you want to plug? I'm not going to plug anything. You know, I'm very excited about where, where we all are. C- Caroline, I've seen some of your stand-up work, by the way. And you're really yeah. funny. You're uh, good. And, and Bruce, you know, in case anybody sees this who doesn't know, Bruce is an incredible actor, right? Great actor. And I saw you were just in like the Gossip Girls thing, your third episode. Yeah. So Gossip Girl on HBO, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. Keep rolling, man. You're, you're really good. I don't have anything to plug. I'm very excited about a, a lot of projects. But, you know, it's just been really fun. And I thank you all for asking me on. And uh, I'll keep yeah. watching.